Welcome to Blockchain Inside. The podcast is co-produced by Purdue Blockchain Lab and CastBox. Our vision is to connect everyone in the blockchain industry and explore the most up-to-date news. We hope that this podcast will be educational, easy to understand, and inspirational for all our listeners. I'm Coach Colbertson, and with me is Kimberly Colbertson, and with us is Brad Kruger. Brad, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, hi. Thanks very much. Yeah, my name is Bradley Kruger, and I'm a partner at Ogier. We're an offshore law firm, and we have offices across the globe in the major financial centers of the Cayman Islands, British Virgin Islands, Channel Islands, Luxembourg, and Hong Kong. And I am located and live in the Cayman Islands. Uh, I've been living here in the Cayman Islands for the last 12 years, uh, originally from Canada. You know, Brad, that just sounds horrible. Awful. (laughs) Someone's got to live in the islands, huh? Someone's got to take the sacrifice for the team, right? That's absolutely right. Absolutely. (laughs) Nice. Brad, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started with blockchain? Yeah, sure. I'm a lawyer. And when I started my career, you know, I started up in Canada quite a long time ago. And I guess my first attempt to escape the cold Canadian weather was was a move out to California. So I moved out to um, Silicon Valley, lived in Palo Alto for about a year. Now, unfortunately, the timing of that wasn't fantastic. It was right at the time of the dot-com bubble bursting. And so I uh, made my way back to Canada and slugged it out in the cold and snow for a few more years and then saw a job ad and made my way down to Cayman. That was about, like I said, 12 years ago. And, um, you know, been involved in a lot of different um, projects and a lot of doing a lot of legal work for uh, technology companies, particularly since I still had a lot of strong connections with folks out in, out in uh, Silicon Valley. And um, it's just sort of evolved from there, I think, as the uh, blockchain uh, industry has, has become more busier and, and more popular. People have started to look to places um, like Cayman and other offshore jurisdictions to set up their businesses. So we've just really seen a, a pretty gradual evolution over the last couple of years towards using uh, the Cayman Islands for this sector. Cool. So Canada to the Cayman Islands, that's a pretty wide spectrum, at least in terms of weather and temperature. Um, let's talk about the differences Absolutely. between... Yeah, <laughs> I think you're winning in this, in this race too. Um, let's talk about the differences between the U.S. and the Cayman Island ICO regulation situation and can you compare the pros and cons for us and give us some specific examples? Yeah, certainly. The main selling feature for, for the Cayman Islands generally is, is tax neutrality. That's really what's sort of attracted and turned the Cayman Islands into such a major offshore financial services sector. You know, we've got over 10,000 registered hedge funds here, hundreds of banks, trust companies, and insurance companies, and countless private equity and venture capital funds that um, use Cayman as well. With that in mind, that is really the number one benefit that Cayman has to offer over the United States and pretty much every other country in the world is, is that there's no taxes. There's no personal income tax. There's no corporate tax. There's no capital gains, dividends or withholding taxes. There are no estate or gift taxes. There, there are just no taxes. Um, and that is really the number one reason why people 
should look to setting up in, in Cayman. Aside from that, and, and if that isn't enough for you as well, the island is business friendly and um, particularly the government is pro-business and really understands that it doesn't make sense to penalize successful businesses with excessive taxation and over-regulation. And so, you know, they've put in place some very appealing concessions for certain types of businesses, especially technology companies, by setting up a special economic zone that makes it cost-effective and time-efficient to set up and operate an international business from the Cayman Islands. And so, you know, we certainly have that going for us. You know, in terms of regulation, it's very established system, pragmatic system, uh, looking at the users of the jurisdiction. So primarily banks, trust companies, hedge fund managers, and is really targeted to that as well as financial services industry. And so what we're finding is that we're looking at, you know, putting those laws and regulations that are in place and interpreting them so that differences and unique features of, of fintech generally and blockchain technology companies as well that can really fit into the space. It makes a lot of sense. And so, you know, the regulation is more surrounding the intermediaries. So people might act as investment bankers or uh, financial advisors, but the actual issuers of shares or in blockchain companies, it's, it's tokens. They're not regulated by the Cayman Islands, provided they're not being sold to people located in the Cayman Islands. And, you know, a population of 60,000 people, it's not really where people or businesses are looking to, to um, raise money or sell their tokens, but rather to the other jurisdictions. And so instead of, you know, regulating the issuer of, of of tokens, for example, uh, what we rely on are, are the countries, the jurisdictions and the countries where the purchasers of the tokens live. And so, you know, if the securities laws of, of any given country where somebody wants to purchase a token, uh, allow the token to be purchased, then then that's fine. We're, we're okay with that. that. That's great. Why should, you know, we have to regulate it ourselves? Because it's really, in terms of consumer protection, it makes sense to regulate where the con consumer is actually located. And so that's really uh, a very important feature. And I think an, another benefit above uh, in terms of the regulation compared to the United States. The one area I have to say where we're actually probably a lot stricter is uh, anti-money laundering. Um, and you know, the, the, the real reason that I think the financial services industry has been so successful in Cayman is because they've looked at, you know, what, what, is the, what is the problem area with international business? And it's money laundering and counterterrorism financing. So we've got in place very strict laws to, uh, and, and they're probably stricter than they are in the United States in order to protect against those sort of really nasty activities. And, oh, um, right. yeah, I, I think that's probably uh, a pretty good uh, description of, of our regulations here and how they impact the, impact the sector. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you started to talk about the anti-money laundering and, of course, being a, a big concern in fintech and finance in general. Uh, talk just a little bit about drill down how that's related to blockchain. And the main issue I see for blockchain is, is when it comes to um, token generation events or ICOs because 
you know, these businesses are going out to the market to, to um, sell their tokens and, and raise money. And even if, even if they're just issuing the tokens and not even taking in money for them, the, you know, the tokens and coins generally, they, they'll find themselves traded on exchanges. And once they're traded on exchanges, you know, any, anything can really happen um, in terms of, of, you know, transferring coins or tokens from one person to another person. And so there's, there's and, and under anonymous conditions, and so there's a real risk of money laundering there as long as there's a value being provided or somehow a market is making a value for, for these tokens. And so, you know, we think it's very important. And at the moment, um, you know, we're interpreting current money laundering laws and counterterrorism financing laws and regulations. And we look at it and, and, and these laws are in place and we, you know, we, our view is that anybody who's issuing tokens or coins needs to do their know your client, their KYC on those people to make sure that they're not actually issuing tokens to bad people, to make sure that, you know, the people who, the, you know, the tokens are put in the hands of, of people who are not money launderers and not uh, terrorist financing individuals sure yeah so as people are thinking about setting up their own operations in the cayman islands what are some things that they should know moving forward yeah absolutely i mean you know to start with it is a beautiful tropical paradise we have <laughs> well we all white, know that very important we have sandy white beaches palm trees <laughs> coconuts Stingrays, sea turtles, you name it, diving, paddleboarding, kite surfing, world-class hotels and restaurants, year-round temperatures averaging between 80 and 90 degrees. So, you know, that is the first thing you need to know. I think the second thing you need to know is, is where it is. It's in the Western Caribbean. It's about an hour flight from Miami. It's very convenient to get to. From, from certainly from the United States and lots of other places in the in the world. Um, I think I mentioned, or maybe I didn't. It's not a big place. There's only about population about sixty thousand people. So, and it's and and in population and in size, it's not bigger than a hundred square miles. You know, if you're going to come here or decide to to make Cayman your home, you've you've got to you know consider that. If you, it's not a big city. And people do sometimes suffer from what's called island fever. So those are some important considerations about people who want to live here, move here, uh, certainly to visit. I'm sure anybody could handle that for, for a week, especially in the dead of winter. I mean, it would be um, hard, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you could handle it. Um, there, the immigration policy is, is quite strict. So, you know, you, you can't just move down here. You have to have a job and you have to have a work permit. And so, again, one of the things that we're doing with the blockchain community is for people who want to be down here and set up their businesses is, I think I mentioned the special economic zone in Cayman Enterprise City, which operates the special economic zone. And we work with them and what they provide and 
you know, only certain types of businesses work for it, but certainly the technology and blockchain will, and fintech will generally fit into the zone is they'll provide sort of turnkey or, or bespoke, but um, often just turnkey office premises. And they'll also assist with the immigration approvals to get the work permits. And it's usually going to be quite easy for a blockchain technology company to ha- to get work permits for software developers or or you know that that sort of category of 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 um, occupation shouldn't have any issue getting work permits. But but that's an important thing for people to consider as well. Is it's not easy to to come down just to move down here. You you actually the immigration can be um, strict because. They, you know, they want to attract people who are going to um, add to the economy and, and not be a, a burden on the economy. And I guess, I guess the other thing, sort of along those lines, is um, is just again the the businesses. So, you know, if if you're going to come down here and set up to do to operate an international business where you're going to have customers all around the world, which is really, you know, how blockchain operates and why it's ideal for blockchain then Cayman's definitely the place to come but if it, you're you're more looking towards the local market um, it's that's more difficult to get, to get approvals from from the government and there there are ownership restrictions as well on on operating local businesses so that's also something to keep in mind but certainly for the blockchain community that's focused has an international focus and, and companies in the space, uh, Cayman is, is certainly an ideal place. That sounds amazing. So we're about ready to bring this on in for a landing. Um, how, can our, how can our guests connect with you? And do you have any resources that you could share with our blockchain enthusiasts? Look to our website, which is, uh, you can find it at ogier.com. Reach out to us. You can find me on, on LinkedIn as well and Telegram and most places um, you look. Hopefully, you'll find me. Um, an- another good resource, as I mentioned, is, is Cayman Enterprise City. Certainly recommend that you, you Google them, and they've got a lot of very useful information for setting up a business um, here in Cayman as well. Excellent. Well, Bradley, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and sharing your thoughts with us, taking a break from your island paradise. Thank you. Thanks very much. I I enjoyed it. All right. Well, thanks for following up with us today. Blockchain Inside, the podcast is co-produced by Purdue Blockchain Lab and CastBox. Please subscribe to our show at castbox.fm slash blockchain lab and leave a comment there if you have any questions. I'm Coach Culbertson. With me is Kimberly Culbertson. Thanks for hanging out with us and we'll see you next time.